Welcome to the Revolutionary CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Lynch, wine lover, brand snob, proud boy mom, and Atlanta-based entrepreneur. When I was laid off from my dream marketing job at eight weeks pregnant, I knew I couldn't rely on corporations to provide me with a stable income. I launched my own business and hit six figures in my first full year. I want to help other female service-based entrepreneurs and coaches build and leverage their brand authority so they can confidently sell their services and programs at a premium price point to create a lasting legacy and generate independent wealth. Tune in every Wednesday for solo episodes and conversations with amazing self-made multi-six and seven-figure women all about marketing, sales, mindset, self-care, entrepreneurship, and motherhood to inspire you and give you actionable steps to successfully market and sell your high-ticket services and programs while having a life. Let's get into it. So today I wanted to do a an episode all about three urges online entrepreneurs should resist in order to succeed. <laughs> I wanted to talk about this today specifically because I feel like there are so many distractions online right now. And by distractions, I mean so many people succeeding and doing all these things that you want to do and people are winning and you wish you were winning that way. So you think if you do what they did, that it's going to work out for you. There are so many experts giving you all these tips and you see them succeeding and making so much money and, and taking vacations and living their best life. And you think if you do exactly what they did, that you're going to live your best life and be able to accomplish those same things. And so I wanted to help you recenter and refocus on your business because those distractions and those things that have inspired you so much, those are going to be the things that really keep you in the same position that you're in because all you're doing is starting from scratch, starting from scratch, starting from scratch again and again and again. And so I want to stop you from giving into these urges that I know you do have. So the first one I want to point out is resist the urge to launch something new when you haven't successfully sold your signature offer. I always have to repeat this one because I need you to really hear me and understand when I say you have to resist the urge to launch something new when you have not successfully sold your existing offer. I know that it is very easy to come up with ideas. You get excited about the possibilities of how well this idea is going to work out. You make the landing page. You come up with the cute name for it. You start making all the bullets and you start imagining you're your ideal client and you start writing the email copy and you start prepping for social media posts. I understand that a lot of you are multi-passionate or you're creatives or you just have a lot of ideas boiling up inside of you that you are waiting to share with the world. And I think it's actually very easy to come up with ideas. <laughs> I come from a marketing background, so I know I have a new idea popping up every single day. But what I want you to do is not run off and just create something new when you have yet to successfully sell your existing signature offer. And by successful, I just mean whatever financial goals you had, whatever launch goals that you have, whatever goals that you actually have, if you have not hit that yet, then I strongly urge you to resist the desire to create something new until you figure out what is happening that is stopping you from succeeding at the launch or at the sell of your existing signature offer. Now, the reason you want to have a signature offer as a high ticket coach or service provider 
It's because you need to have something that you have a lot of social proof for because that builds trust within your offers. The longer you do something, the better that you're going to get at it, which means you're going to get even more results, which is something that you actually need for that to be a signature offer over time. It should be something that is the best selling thing that you have that you get the best results for. When you continue to do something really well, you create better processes. It becomes streamlined. It actually makes it easier for you to launch it when it is a signature offer because very little things need to be updated and changed along the way. But so many of you will start to try to sell something. You'll maybe do okay selling, if not just not even having a good launch, and then you'll move on to the next thing. As a business owner, if you came from a corporate background, your company didn't just skip around and start selling a bunch of random different things and try to launch something and then just try to launch something else because they would actually go broke. You spend a lot of money launching and launching and launching. You spend a lot of time launching and launching, launching a bunch of different things because one of the biggest problems is you have to build up enough of a brand around what it is that you're offering for people to trust it, believe in it, and want to invest in it, especially at a high ticket price point or especially a premium price point. So when you try that first launch, maybe you'll get a person that buys the thing. Okay, so you got one. Now the next time you launch it, you launch it better. You become more clear in your messaging. Now you get two, three people. Then you launch it a third time. Maybe you get four people. Or maybe you launch it that fifth time and you get two people, but now these people are the most ideal clients you could have literally ever worked with in your life. This is the benefit of sticking with something until it works. Now, when you do the opposite of that, when you just start launching something new, you never take the time to actually learn the ins and outs of how to sell that one thing. So now every one of your launches becomes mediocre versus just the first time you launched your signature offer, it's the mediocre launch. Now every launch is mediocre because none of them are well vetted out, well thought through and launched properly because you haven't developed enough information and data around how to improve it. I hope that makes sense. So the second urge I want to strongly suggest that you resist is the urge to give up on posting to social media when you've been consistent and you didn't have massive following growth or enough of a response that you kind of thought you were gonna have. So the thing that I want to point out here is look, I understand that you were consistent for 30 days and you didn't get a thousand followers and you thought you were going to gain a thousand followers because you did all the reels and did all these things that were supposed to make you stand out. You were showing up on live, you showed your face or you're not getting a million video views. I want you to still resist the urge to give up on posting. And I want to encourage you and motivate to motivate yourself to continue to actually post consistently and start really thinking carefully about the content that you're posting. I want you to make sure that what you're putting out there is actually resonating. Look at those insights, look at the analytics, see who's following you. What hashtags are you using? What content are you talking about? Are you talking about the things that are interesting to your target audience? Is your content taking them through a buyer's journey? Is that content something that's just educational, meaning that it's really generalized and information that they could get literally anywhere? Or is it so pivotal, so transformational, so mind transforming, mind altering, myth busting type of content, the kind of content that they really can't get anywhere else because you are the one who has such strong beliefs behind what you're saying. If it's something that they can't hear anywhere else, they're going to start to come to you. 
So think about those things before you just blame, you know, blame yourself and say, oh, you know, I'm not interesting enough. I'm just not going to ever post again. That's why nobody's following. I don't have a lot of followers. That's why I'm not getting a lot of views. You're never going to gain the followers that you would like to gain if you just give up now. Consistency is the thing that actually builds your following and grows the amount of people who actually start to listen and pay attention to you. If they know every single week on Wednesday you're going to go live at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, then every week, one by one, more and more people are going to start coming and listening because what you have to say is something that they can rely on. But when you just give up after your first two weeks, and this kind of like, look, I do this too. I don't know if you are like this, but if I go to the gym for a week straight and I don't lose five pounds by the end of that week, I am pissed because I was finally dedicated. I finally took my time and dragged my behind into the gym. I don't want to be there. I did all the little stupid exercises that people told me to do. I was eating right that whole week. If I didn't lose five pounds, why am I here? And that's what you're thinking. But if you're a health coach right now, you're listening to me and saying how ridiculous that is because your body needs time to adjust. A lot of times when you start working out, you get a little bit heavier because now you're picking up on muscle that you never had before. And that muscle is actually way heavier than the fat. It's like a whole thing, but you're not understanding the ins and outs of that is why you're disappointed. So think about that when it comes to your content is that if you're putting out content and it's just not getting you the popularity that you thought you were going to have, it's never going to get to that point if you just give up on it, all right? Now, the third urge is actually one of the biggest ones that I wanna talk about. And I wanna talk about it because this is the thing that makes it very hard for you to actually hit the income goals that you have. And so that thing is I want you to resist the urge to reduce your prices when you've gotten a few no's. <laughs> I want to say that again, I want you to resist the urge to reduce your prices of your services or your coaching program or your coaching offer just because you've gotten a few no's. This episode of the Revolutionary CEO podcast is brought to you by my group coaching program, Revolutionary Brand. It's a transformational coaching program for service-based entrepreneurs and coaches who are ready to build and leverage brand visibility using video content to attract and enroll premium clients and sell your high ticket programs and services for $1,500 or more in the next 90 days without complicated marketing funnels or being great at sales. I created this program specifically because I know that you've probably been offering discounts to try to entice more clients to close. You're creating freebies and posting content so frequently, even though you don't have the time, you've been rebranding to try to make your business look better. You've been customizing your offers and lowering your prices and you're over all of that. This program was crafted to help you to repackage and relaunch your offers to only focus on one ideal client profile and one problem you can solve so you can confidently articulate your value and close sales needed to hit your monthly income goals. It's going to help you map out and plan all of your strategic video content. You'll need to lead your ideal clients from Googling their pain points to paying full price for your service. And you'll learn how to implement processes to strategically automate parts of your business and prepare it for scale and prerequisites to qualify leads that get you 90% of the way to the sale before before your sales conversation even has to happen. So make sure you go to revolutionarybrand.co to submit your application and book your compatibility call. I talked about this a long time ago, but the first thing I want you to think when someone says that your price is too high or I'll need to get back with you and then they don't, 
I want you to first think about who that person was. Don't think about how crappy you are or it was. It, I'm charging too much. Maybe I should. No, start with looking at that person. Who was that person? Think about their characteristics. What industries are they in? How long have they been doing what they're doing? What message did you use to get them to even reach out to you in the first place? Is that even the right target audience? Do I even want to work with that person? When you start thinking about it like that, you start to see, oh, well, you know what? I didn't actually really want to work with that person because they really aren't a good fit. I was just so excited that they wanted to book a call with me because a lot of times we're just excited that someone's even willing to listen to us and get on a call. If so, I can just get someone on the phone, I'm actually super duper excited. This is how I used to run my business. I told this story not too long ago that one of the biggest markers of success that I used to have before I learned to think bigger is that I felt really successful when I would have a whole calendar full of consultations. Because to me, oh, that meant I had so many people who were probably going to work with me. And when they didn't, not only was I disappointed that all of these calls felt like a waste of time, because I would spend like 30 minutes to an hour basically giving free coaching and free advice. And these people would be people I didn't even want to work with, which is why they were negotiating with me or why they needed to kind of price hop around. It's because they really weren't my people. But I started my business off with this I don't know this understanding. I don't know where this came from that how many consultation calls I had meant that I was going to be successful. If I look at my business now, though, I have five figure months regularly, right? But I'll only get like two or three calls a month max. Now, the thing is, my price point is a sophisticated price point. So even if just two or three people buy something with me, I'm going to make five figures anyway, right? So when you start reducing your prices, you're taking yourself even further away from that income goal that you had. And what that's also doing is helping you to fall back on just Again, kind of like the thing with the launching too, just launching something new. I'm never actually figuring out what went wrong. I'm now just defaulting to what seems easier. It's easier for me to just to make a new offer because that one didn't work. Let me try something else. It's easier for me to just stop showing up on social media because when I do show up on social media, I don't feel really excited about how many people are watching. If someone says no, then it must be the pricing and therefore I should just reduce the pricing because if the pricing is just low enough, then they'll just go ahead and say yes. But how many times have you tried to launch a low ticket, like $47, $97, $197 thing, and hardly anybody bought it? (laughs) Because I can raise my hand and say, oh my God, I've done that so many times. I have the best low ticket offer, like everyone's saying how much they need it, and then they don't buy it. So now I'm even more pissed that now I spent all this time trying to market something at a lower price point, and they still didn't buy So I still don't actually know what's wrong. That's what's happening with you. Instead of you figuring out what went wrong in that process, is it the person? Is it my qualification process? Is my content driving the wrong people? When I'm getting people on the call, am I not asking the right questions? If I look at these people, who were they? Were they my person? When you start actually looking at it like that, you will stop thinking about your price point and actually really start focusing on your process. The process of pre-qualifying, the process of coming up with content, you'll start to get more sophisticated there, but it's really hard to do that if all you're doing is just jumping into making it easier for yourself and just reducing the price point.
I want you to think about if, so I started asking you questions, is that even my person? If your answer is yes, like this was my person, I can solve their problem, they definitely fall into my target audience categories. If you feel like you did that, then I need you to start thinking about the next thing, right? If they are the person that you actually want to work with, then it means that you really need to do a better job of articulating the value that your offer is going to bring to that person to help them solve their ultimate problem that they're having and to reach the ultimate goal that they have, whether it's in their life or in their business. If you have made sure, if the people that are actually coming to you are ideal people and they still aren't converting on that call, that does not mean that it's the price. It means that they don't think that they should have to pay that price because you didn't convey the value enough. I really want you to start rethinking and reframing how you're approaching disappointments in your business. These three urges are things I want you to resist because we need to start becoming stronger as CEOs of our businesses. If every no is gonna make you reduce your price, if every bad launch is just gonna make you just give up on that thing and launch something new, if every month that you didn't hit an additional thousand followers, you just decide to stop showing up, then I want to tell you and be honest with you that you are not set out and meant to be an entrepreneur. If this is all it takes to disappoint you enough for you to give up, then you are not ready to be an entrepreneur because there are going to be so many more no's. There are going to be so many times when you post and you feel like no one heard you. There are going to be so many times when you launch something and it doesn't go well. But the flip side is when you have a profitable price point and you stick with that price point and you finally learn to create the kind of content that will drive in the right leads, then even if you actually had a bad launch, it doesn't matter. I actually had a bad launch for my mastermind this time around. I only got two people, two friggin' amazing people, but comparing it to my first launch where I got six people in the mastermind, that to me is a bad launch. Going from six to two is a bad launch, except at the end of the day, that one launch of that mastermind is still going to be an offer that brings in $20,000. So for someone having a bad launch to still make $20,000 from just one offer, it's not so bad anymore. You have to set up your business where you're not desperately launching, expecting a million people because it's very easy to be disappointed when you're looking for such a high number of people to engage with you. It also becomes so much easier to not get disappointed by not gaining a thousand followers when you gain 20 followers and of those 20 people, three of them decide to sign on with you. And it also makes it really easy to be okay with someone rejecting your price point when there are five more people who already said yes and paid in full. So that's how I want you to reframe. This is a short episode because I wanted to get you know straight to the point of what I want you to start to learn to resist. When you can resist these urges successfully, you will start to grow your business because the pressure is off. When I stopped worrying about follower accounts and vanity metrics and 
people being upset and disappointed in my price point, I started being able to fully and truly appreciate the people who did love my new price point, the people who did decide to follow me and actually engage with me on a regular basis. The launches that went super duper well and I only needed like two or three people to be happy. It made my business something that I can actually enjoy versus something that stressed me out because I was putting, there was just so much pressure on me to succeed because the level of success was riding so heavily on big numbers, big numbers of followers, big numbers of people during my launch, filling out the application, a high number of people, you know, getting on a sales call with me. Now that doesn't matter. I hope this was a very eye-opening episode for you and I'd love to hear from you. I would love to hear which urge you definitely are going to be working toward resisting and give me a success story. Share a success. DM me on Instagram, tag me on Instagram and share with me which urge you finally decided to resist and how it made you feel. If you love this episode as much as I have, then subscribe to the Revolutionary CEO podcast on iTunes and leave me a review to let me know what you enjoyed the most. For premium pricing and branding tips and training, connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Atelier Letitia. That's A-T-E-L-I-E-R-L-A-T-E-S-H-A. And be sure to follow the podcast Instagram account at Revolutionary CEO to show my guests and me some love. Talk to you next week.